to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home Wing while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas let this last Wauta with Outside here on WNHH, New Haven 103.5 FM. My name is Easy Blues. Prestige, unfortunately, is on a search for the Holy Grail and cannot be with us today. But we are here to tell an incredible story. From the dawn of time, gladiators were there for our entertainment. Whether you were in the Colosseum of Rome and you were fighting lions, or it was mano y mano, knuckles to knuckle throughout time we have gathered together to watch amazing athletes give their heart their soul their all and take us on a ride in an emotional journey that we just are not that used to for that and that alone there has been such incredible events like wrestlemania that now goes two days in another four years it'll be a whole week long because we need this entertainment. We need to be taken away from the stresses of today's world. And with us today, we have one of the most incredible athletes out there. I will say it is an honor and a privilege. I was going through your YouTube channel and I laughed, I cried, and I got all gassed up because you should have beat that guy. But we'll talk about that later. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't want any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for the incredible meatball. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. Looking forward to the show tonight. Well, and, and that's and that's what's incredible. Like, um, I'm actually, as some would call, a, uh, I'm a professional wrestling mark. Um, I, I grew up, you know, watching the industry. Um, I understand. I actually trained for like a hot minute until I, I totally wrecked my ankle. Um, and it is so amazing what you all put your bodies through. Um, and oh, yeah. for the reasoning behind it, you know, a lot of a lot of people will sit there and they'll uh, look at it and they'll be like, yeah, well, you know, it's it's for the buck. But from an independent point of view, just like every other, you know, not mainstream aspect the money it's not about the money what initially got you involved in jumping into you know professional wrestling well basically i watched it when uh olgan beat the sheep mm -hmm. pretty much when i got into watching uh wwf now wwe and then it just kind of took off from there and then pretty much in like uh 2001, I started out as a sidekick character for this indie group. Mm -hmm. And then did that for a couple months. And then, uh, I don't know if I could, today's politically correct world, can I say the word magic because I'm the one saying it? You, you, you I, I believe so. Um, I will be referring to you as a little person um, because I'm not the one saying it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the midgets heard of me and my size mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey, come with us. You know, there's money to be made. So 
So I started out doing the boxing gimmick with the, with the guys. And then uh, one day we show up at a venue, set the ring up and everything. And then basically, you know, hey, let's get in the ring. I'm going to teach you how to do some moves, mm-hmm. how to do them properly. Go over each move like a half a dozen times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he's uh, like, you got that? I'm like, yeah, okay, good. You're going to wrestle me tonight and kick my butt. Nice. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, see, that's the like that's really the journey. Started from there. Right. Well, and, and that's the journey that I don't think like a lot of people who will like are just I don't know fair weather fans or, or who just watch like either the big ones AEW or WWE. They're looking at the characters on you know on the stages and on the television, but the true journey of like an independent wrestler is so interesting because. You really do, and especially like um, if you're part of, you know, New Japan in the dojo. You know, you're up, you're you're training, you're going, you know, you're setting up the ring, you're breaking down the ring, you're taking care of all this stuff, that, that's and then your, you're also that's pretty much that's pretty much your like initiation when you first get into business, set up and tear it down. Mm-hmm. Now, one, why do you think that is, and two, can you let the audience know why that is kind of important? Well, you got to put your dues in. Luckily for us, with the midgets, we actually have a ring crew, so we got we get. I mean, back in the day, we did it, but then the previous company I worked for, uh, MCW, which Johnny Green ran that. God rest his soul, miss you, Johnny. But uh, yeah, Johnny ran that. He's like, you know. He's like, you know, you guys are killing yourselves. So we had like two extra guys, normal size guys. You know, we travel, we get to the hotel, we we go relax, they would go set the ring up. And then do the show and then they would break it down. And then it just went from there. I I just I love every aspect of it because it does very much remind me of, you know, samurai training or like old school martial arts training where you were there, you cleaned the dojo, you know, you, you learn the techniques, you fought, and then you clean the dojo again. You made sure that you wiped the floor and get all that stuff squared away because in, in your guys' sport, you know, you're literally trusting your opponent, your partner with your lives. So when you go and you can build up that tradition of, okay, we're here sweating together. We're here, you know, racking this, this wrench together. And, you know, we're building that bond. You know, it becomes a lot easier. I, in my humble opinion, because again, I only trained for a little bit, but in my humble opinion, it becomes easier to trust that person. Uh, Do you feel the same? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I mean, yeah, it's an entertainment well, one one wrong move, you could either be paralyzed or you can kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be trained. And then, you know, I know I know for a fact that there's some other companies out there, mm-hmm. and we're eventually gonna, you know, we're eventually gonna shut them down because our companies. You know, I retired in 2015 at the end of mm-hmm. 2015. I was I was out of business for about five years, and then right before COVID, uh, the guy that owns Micro Wrestling All Stars got a hold of me, 
And then, like, a couple of the other guys I worked with were working with him. And, you know, we were doing a couple shows a month. Now, our calendar is pretty much like, I want to say, like, WWE. Mm -hmm. We're doing, like, 20-plus shows a month now. And obviously, with the other groups out there, mm -hmm. you know, we do a show, automatic rebooking. They love our show. We're fan yeah. friendly, you know. We ask, we basically ask them, "Hey, what type of show you want? You know, PG thirteen, seventeen, or go go all out, you know?" Right. I mean, well, last uh, what was it? A couple of days ago, we did a birthday party at this bar. A lot of kids, awesome. and they were they were sitting there cussing. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> well, and, and see, that's what I always thought was really cool, too, like growing up with professional wrestling and, and watching it. Um, you know, my my I was kind of raised by my grandfather. My grandfather was, you know, Korean War vet, like a little bit more of the old school aspect of it. But when sports was on and when wrestling was on, then it was appropriate for the child to, to like be mad. And like, you know, and, and he would literally, you know, I'd be like, oh, I said the bad word. He's like, no, no, no. See, they brought you to that emotional point. You were invested in this, in, in the thing, you know, when, you know, when, when uh, Taker ruined uh, Macho Man's wedding. Like, I was like, no, you, you know, and it was, it was, you know, but it's, it's, it's so captivating. And I always look at it really, you know, not just as a sport, but as an art form, you know, where it, it has to because like you said before, even those who were trained the most, we, we just saw this uh, uh, two years ago um, with Big E, you know, with that one bad suplex, you know, he's paralyzed. And now his, well, he wasn't paralyzed, but he had the neck injury. And now his in-ring future is up in the air and he was slotted to be the next main eventer, you yeah, know? Definitely. So, you know, at any point in time, now I know in the old school industry, um, you know, you had... If someone who was a little bit more reckless or, or reckless in the ring, um, you had your own ways of dealing with things. Um, as oh, yeah, society yeah, has evolved, see. yes. But as society has evolved or devolved, no matter how you want to look at it, um, are there different ways to do that? Like, do you guys find people now, or are you still like say, okay, I got you. Like, you're getting a stiff clothes arm, uh, clothesline. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. You're like, hey, yeah, you stiffed me on that move. Uh, Somewhere down the line, you got a receipt going. Yeah. No, and, and it's it's important. And because, again, you guys are in there together. You guys are doing 24 shows a month. So no matter how much y'all uh, push your bodies to that limit, you still have another show in a couple of days. Um, you still have to be able to heal. And, and of course, you, just like any we, entertainer. We, uh, put it to you this way. Just, we had... A, we had an outdoor show Saturday, but it was rained out. Mm -hmm. So we did that one Sunday afternoon. Did that show, packed up, mm -hmm. and then hightailed it two hours to New Hampshire to do that other show. So we did two shows in two day and like the same day. Yeah. But no. everyone, everyone, everyone stayed together, and we mm -hmm. made it work. And that's and that's that's key. And and for all those you know, uh, independent musicians that that are sitting here and going, oh, I don't even want to play two shows in you know. And that's just playing. You're only up there for you know 30, 40 minutes. 
and you got your gear. No one's punching you in the face. Like, let's, you know. Like, you're not getting hit with weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, and if you are, then maybe you need to be a better musician. Or that's part of your gimmick. One way or the other, we're, we're okay with it. <laughs> we, we, we did this one, sh- we do this one show in uh, Connecticut. I forget where it's at, but uh, it's called the Cadillac Ranch. Okay. And fans now actually bring weapons to the show because they know we will use them. <laughs> well, that's 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 so in- interesting too because you really, as you watch professional wrestling kind of grow and evolve. Um, although supposedly this was even happening in the '70s and stuff like that, but with, when you saw like the the real mainstream or you know somewhat mainstream aspect of ECW, um, where you know you could you know, bring, you know, um, lights or, you know, you could bring a staple gun, you know, you, you could bring these things, uh, to there and it, it added so much more of the audience participation, you know, when, um, Bam, Bam Bigelow threw Spike Dudley into the crowd, you know, it was, it was that, oh my goodness, like we're actually involved right now, you know, and, that's also what's super important, and, I, and I'm now going to be speaking to the people that are listening. Super important to going out tonight to, to Beer Racks and actually buying a ticket for one of these events. You can see the stuff on television and enjoy yourself and have a good time. But that That's live like experience, you know, you hear that crowd, you're engaged in it. You, you know, at, at some point in time, even the most reserved, tight rectum people out there, um, they... If the match is told correctly, if those two gladiators are in that pinnacle moment, you will have a release. You will cheer or boo. Now, why do you think it is that for especially your guys' industry? Because I've never really seen that in any other way. I have been to a million different sporting events and halfway through on board. Never am I bored in that type of uh, environment. I think with uh, the midget wrestling, they're basically, oh, okay, let's go see the show. We're going to see a lot of comedy. But when they say, when they see the moves that we do, you know, jumping off the top rope, suplexes, stuff like that, putting the guy into a garbage, you know, garbage can, stuff like that, they're like, wow, I wasn't expecting this. You know, it's just like we could do the same things. That WWE, AEW, all of them do, where you just have the size. Right. But it's any violence. <laughs> Hashtag uh, cheap, what is that, cheap pop? <laughs> or, uh, that, was actually, that, that was actually our old saying from MCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back of the shirt said half the size, voice the violence. That's awesome. Which actually, <laughs> getting into them, we actually did a show on True TV with Hulk Hogan. Really? Uh, our boy Johnny Green mm-hmm. was a really good friend to Hogan. And he's like, hey, I got this show. And then Hogan came out and seen it. He's like, hey, this mm-hmm. has got potential. So then we put, we put it all together. We had uh, six one-hour episodes on True TV. Wow. That, and now, it was is that stuff Hulk up for streaming? Hogan's Micro Championship Wrestling. 
Hulk Hogan's Micro Championship Wrestling. Make sure that anybody, you know, when you get when you get home from driving or since you're at work right now, make sure you go home and check that stuff. But we are here right now on WNHH, New Haven 103.5 FM. This is Behind the Brand. I am Easy Blues Prestige. Got a date with a supermodel, and I couldn't say that he had to be here for it. I get it. I understand. You know, I, I hope you and Bill are very happy, Preston. Uh, but we are here with Meatball talking about this incredible event tomorrow. Oh, no, actually, tonight. Not at the tonight, beer I was say, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I, got, I got a text <laughs> message halfway through. My bad. Um, but, yeah, tonight at the beer racks. Um, now, what you were saying earlier uh, before we got on air that in this run, you guys have been doing like a lot of different breweries. Um, is this like a brand new market for you guys to break into, or is this just a, a natural evolution? It's just, I think it's an evolution because uh, I think last year, St. Patrick's Day, it kind of started out from that. We were in, I think, Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but we packed the place. Right. And then they brought us back and they came back and followed. So now now I'm good I'm gonna, you know, kinda like ask what I ask musicians, like what's your favorite uh, song? But you've been all over the country. What demographic is your favorite audience? Like is there is there one like when you go, you know, deep down south, is it more like more engaging when you're up in the northwest? And feel free, pander to the crowd that you're that you're gonna see tonight at the beer racks. Um or not. But yeah, like where where is the the most fun for you all? Like where you know the entertainers? I I have fun at all the shows. Mm-hmm. And basically I look at it like this. If you can't go out there and have fun, then you shouldn't be on the road. True, true. And at my age, which a lot of people don't believe I'm going to be 53, because I don't have no grace, but right. if I let it grow out, I got some grace. That's fine. But uh, at 53, you know, I'm still doing this, still beating up my body. <laughs> now, um, I guess for the for the um, wrestlers that are getting into it, like just just starting out, what kind of advice do you have, you know, for the long term? Because you know you have some of these wrestlers that are a lot more aggressive, and the, they're doing all these incredible um, re- stunts, and they're they are injuring themselves. Um, how do you maintain the career that you've maintained? Listen to the veterans. That's that's the that's the number one thing. And if it's a small crowd, don't go do don't go doing all these high spots that are high risk. Mm-hmm. Save that for the big crowds, you know. If there's twenty right. people, you don't need to be jumping off the top rope thirty million, thirty times, you know. Right. Save yourself. Still, still mm-hmm. give them a quality show. Right. But, you know, look at it like you got to have you got to have a good crowd. Mm-hmm. Basically, when it's a hot crowd, we feed off that energy. It's like, right. you know, a rock. It's like a, a band. The crowd's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. They're getting, they get more into it. Right. Right. Now, you know, 
as as you are, you know, when you are searching for, for that hot crowd, is there, well, you know, those nights where the crowd isn't as hot, you rely more upon your partner, you, you know, your your opponent to like help gas you up, or do you kind of like have that? You have let little Mickey in your ear and not the mouse. I'm talking about, you know, Rocky Three. You know, get up, you son of a gun, because Mickey loves you. Is is that what you have in your ear, or is, are you just really, uh, you know, beating I, I up just, your opponent? I just play a heavy. I just play a heavy metal song to get hyped up. Then. There you go. What now? What are, what are you listening to today? Like, are we are we going like old school, or like, are you also kind of marking out and like doing a little bit of Fozzy? Like, what you know, it's fine. Five finger death punch. Five finger death punch. I could see that. I could, yeah. Well, see now, if Five Finger Death Punch is listening right now, please hit up Meatball. He would like to be in your oh, next I'm music good, video. I'm good friends. I'm good friends with him. I've known oh, him. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, American Capitalist. That album when that came out. Wow. And I, I have met Ivan previous when he was in Moto Grader. Right. So I, you know, I've actually hung out with him. I actually rode on a few shows on the tour bus with him. That's awesome. Now so there is like, all, no. all my intros, all my intro music is always them. Like I mm -hmm. used Under and Over It, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm using uh, Judgment Day off their latest album. Nice. Now, it's it's very interesting because there really is this incredible relationship between, like, independent music and, you know, independent wrestling that really does go back for a long, long time. Jimmy Hart was actually a musician. Um, even, I think, Hogan uh, was a bass player, you know. Jimmy Hart loves us. Oh, really? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, he's actually, he's actually done some shows with us, too. Now, what is that like, like growing up, you know, watching WWE and then having some of these, like having Hulk Hogan, you know, be like, I'm into this product. You know, what was that like for you? We were just like in awe, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, we've, act we've actually done like this one casino. I forget the name of it. It's in uh, El Paso. We would do the show, sell it out, mm -hmm. and then they would they would we would bring they would bring in like Hacksaw, uh, Superfly, Honky Tonk mm -hmm. Man. Like we would do when we do the shows, they bring in some big name stars just to sit there and sign right. autographs. Mm -hmm. And the show would sell out all the time. No, that that actually completely makes sense because it's the same thing of like when you have some like of the, the bigger touring acts that come through, you have some of the, the local acts on there as well because you're supporting with the local audience, but you're also dealing with the draw that some of these national acts are going to be dealing with as well. So you are 100% padding, you know, your draw capability. Um, and that's one of the things that is so interesting. And like, I'm actually a big fan of um, the Good Brothers. Uh, I love their... their uh, Talking Shop, uh, you know, uh, uh, Talking Shop podcast. We've actually had Emilio Sparks on the show um, to talk about like what it was like. It's like working with and producing them, and I love um, Gallo's philosophy of you know he still tries to keep that carny aspect um, in 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 the industry itself. Um, I feel personally it's a very big part of it. There needs to be 
a spectacle. There also needs to be when you're going to especially a good independent show, you know, whether it be, you know, pro wrestling or or music, you should have to put your wallet in your front pocket. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't feel comfortable enough to keep, you know, have have the wallet hanging out of, out of your pocket because there needs to be that little bit of risk, that little bit of danger. How do you guys, you know, captivate that and and hold to that to the brand of micro wrestling all stars? <laughs> we just, we just basically go out there and give it a hundred and ten every night. Mm-hmm. You know, whether the like whether the crowd be sold out or you know small crowd depending on the day of the week. Because I mean, pretty much. Like I said, we've had a show, we did two shows Sunday, and then a show, no days off until we go home tomorrow, so, right. you know, and then the, then we got the traveling part, but I mean, just go out there and do what we're paid for, entertain, and a lot now of there's... times people are like, man, you know, we're like, hey, if we come back, if you guys come back, everyone's like, hell Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's and that's key, you know. Now, as we speak about it on the show all the time, when we're talking to like musicians and stuff like that, and we actually use uh, pro wrestling as as the kind of the, I guess, uh, curve bell curve, um, in which you know the way to really get over with your brand is to be yourself turned up to 11. When you see some of the most successful characters, especially from like the Attitude Era till today, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is just, you know, Steve being Steve, just yep. louder exactly. and more dramatic. Um, you know, is that is that where the character of Meatball came from? I basically, I've been doing this so long, it's like, once that music hits, it's like, the light switch clicks on, and I just go out there, you know, all, you know, go to the wall, one, you know, like 11, like you said, you know? Yeah, and and that's, and that's, that's amazing. Like, I, I've, again, I, I've been stalking your YouTube page, um, because I, again, I, I love... You, you, you've seen a lot of my backside. I have, I have, I have, uh, yeah. That was actually the first clip I tuned into, too, and I was like, oh, we're going live on terrestrial radio with this guy. It's going to be fun. <laughs> now, speaking of that, basically, you know, I kind of took the idea from Rakishi, mm-hmm. but everyone knows he's wearing a thong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me, I have no thong. It's all fair. <laughs> and like uh, the other night, we actually, people paid $100 to take that move. <laughs> wow. wow. And we had five people get in the ring and take it. So that's $500 extra we made. Right. And that's hypothetical if uh, the IRS is listening right now. That, that, that money never happened. It did, and uh, we were just talking hypotheticals. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no, it, it, it's so interesting because again, I, I've kind of studied the sport, and and um, that's huge in Japan, where you'll actually have backers take you out and like ask you like love, to open up their chest. To to, I would love to go to Japan. If whoever's listening, 
Get with uh, Dan Kowal. Mm-hmm. Uh, DKNYC10 at gmail.com is his email. Perfect. You would, uh, we, would love to go, we would love to go to Japan. I've yeah. been to Australia and New Zealand already. And we would love to go to Europe. That that is that is awesome. That is awesome, and it, it's it's just so super super interesting because, like I said, in Japan, you know, you have uh, sponsors, and they will then take you out for like a meal, and then they'll want you to chop their chest. Or I know they paid um, the young bucks a ridiculous amount of money to actually super kick them in the face. Um, man, I I've I've liked a lot of weird things in my life. Uh, never did I be like, hey, you want to know what I want right now? To get kicked in the face, and I'm gonna pay for it. Um, but these guys are so invested and, and, and so in love with it that they will do that. And obviously they'll even do it here in the States because hypothetically you had those five people, um, you know, but we actually, we actually had a, uh, I think we were in Mississippi, uh, three months ago. Mm-hmm. One guy paid 300 because it was, uh, his son's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> for him himself or his son his son oh that's awesome that's awesome and his that son is... didn't know it was coming oh that's even better <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man so, and here if, if there's if there's any if there's anyone going to the show and you want to be a part of the show at the end of the show feel free hundred dollars you're in you're in and it's 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 so I thought, you know, getting embarrassed at, like, Fridays, uh, you know, when you're, you're there around your birthday and your friends are like, oh, it's his birthday, and they come out and they clap and they dance. But, no, I could only imagine sitting, you know, at, watching an incredible – oh, no, I believe we have lost him. Uh, that's uh, rough, so I guess it'll just be me for a little bit. Uh, hopefully he'll call back in. Um, but we are just talking about the amazingness that is uh, professional wrestling and, like, having those type of experiences. And Meatball was saying um, that if you are at the event at the Beer Racks tonight um, for the uh, uh, Micro Wrestling uh, All-Stars, make sure you stay till the end of the event. And you could get a stink face from Meatball um, just for a nominal fee, uh, just maybe enough to get a little bit of... Chinese food and put some gas in the car, as uh, the amazing Frank Critelli uh, once told us. But we do. It's it's such an amazing aspect um, when people are just able to be themselves. Um, and uh, he's he's coming back. All right, cool. But one of the most incredible things is when you sit there and you, you go through the entire aspect and you have to unmute. <laughs> but you're there. <laughs> so. You know, as you go and, and you are entertaining, and, and that's and that is really the key, folks. Go, you can escape the troubles of your lives and just be taken on an incredible journey. That's tonight at the beer racks. What time are gates uh tonight? Uh hang on, let me look at the flyer. Word. It's actually a very dope flyer too. We've had them at uh at our work because uh Sean Door doors uh, are at six, bell time at eight. Okay, so doors are at six. Come in, get a get a couple of some uh, great IPAs that like Hoax Brewing and some of the other uh, brewers have there, and then then it's time to at 8, 8 p.m. It's go time. You know, this is when when it first goes through. Now, as as an entertainer, where do you like to be on the card? 
Are you, you know, do you like to have the opening match, the, the, the headlining match, or are you a middle guy? To me, to me, it doesn't matter. Nice. I'll still give 110%, whether I'm mm -hmm. first, second, third, whatever. Right. Now, usually, um, for those for those who've never been to like an event like this, um, how long do these things last? Like, do do they have how much are they paying their sitters for? Is what I'm saying, you know? Our show our shows go about ninety minutes. Okay. That's... Two hours max, but ninety minutes is what we kind of shoot for. That way, they get their money's worth, you know. No, and that and that's key because it also it, it, it has that maximizing aspect of it. You know, you're you're there, you know you're gonna be able to have these people engaged for that hour and a half. They're spending the money for it, you know, so you wanna give them the most incredible entertainment for that hour we'll and a half. We will have T shirts for sale too. Oh, that is awesome. That's awesome. I actually I think Prestige is gonna be down there tonight. Um so I will uh, make sure that he gets me a shirt because that's important. And uh, feel free to yell at him for uh, going and hanging out with uh, Princess Diana's ghost instead of being here on the, on the interview. <laughs> he, he's going to be so hey, mad at me. I, I I actually got to meet her. Really? Yeah. That's that's amazing. What was now? And, is this uh, through professional wrestling? No, I worked at the airport. Okay. In my in my early days. And she flew in on British Airways. Right. And she come down, they brought her out this they had a special car and everything for her. Boom, got in the car and how you doing? <laughs> I've actually uh and then my company that I work for, we uh serviced Air Force One. Mm. Uh so I met Bush Senior. Right. Bush Junior. Mm-hmm. Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gore. Wow. Not all of them. That's 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 awesome. That that is awesome. So we see a lot now, also with professional wrestling uh, and professional wrestlers getting into like books and different things like that because it's such an incredible story. You guys are really, you know, kind of doing that whole wild west type of thing, you know, in the modern day society. So is there going to be like the meatball book, you know, extra spicy? Hey. These days, you never know. If somebody wants to sit there and write it, jot everything down one mm -hmm. day, you never know. All right. All right. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I like it. I like it. So for all those writers out there, make sure you hit up uh, Meatball. He gave you the email address for the booking aspects of it. So also hit it, make sure you hit him up there and say, hey, I want to write your life story because it is super, super interesting. Now, is there when you're dealing with some of like the, the mainstream aspects of it. And, and again, you've had some of the stars that were super over in, in the later parts of their career. And now, you know, they're, they're, they're signing autographs and different things like that. Is there a stigma or do they 100% you all are on the same level and, and you know, it's dope. We're all on the same level. In fact, the Sunday afternoon show we did, mm -hmm. they, they brought in D'Lo Brown to sign <sighs> autographs. And right off the bat, we all hit it off. You know, we all hit mm -hmm. it off. Nice guy, you know, laid back. Mm -hmm. they, they were, in fact, they did a couple shots before the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's also super interesting because that, if you look at, you know, the story of professional wrestling, that was always something that was there. And it, it made so much sense to me too, coming from like a martial arts aspect and even coming from, you know, being, being a dude, um, you know, you go to a bar, 
get into a scrape with somebody, you buy each other a drink afterwards. You know, you, ha- you have a good time. And that really exactly. was, you know, from that type of culture. Have you ever had that type of situation here on Behind the Brand on WNHH? New Haven, 103.5 FM. I am Easy Blues. Prestige is off once again to find the Holy Grail. We hope him luck and we wish that he stumbles into the Vestal Virgin's house and has a lot of fun. But you're here with Meatball to talk about Micro Wrestling All-Star Show tonight at the Beer Racks. Um, what can people expect as uh, for tonight? Like, What is the unexpected? Uh... WWE style, just more energy, more weapons, you name it. Like it's, so like tonight, said, tonight is we go yeah. we go all out. That's awesome. And tonight tonight is is more of the you know PG thirteen R type of crowd. So there will be weapons. You know this isn't this isn't a to- this isn't a toddler's birthday party. Uh, this is exactly. this is in a brewery. I mean, hoax brewing beer racks. It's the perfect kind of marriage. Um, I don't know how well you know Sean, but uh, we can't have him on the radio because he cannot be PG <laughs> at all. Ah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing all of it because I will be I will be working tonight, or I would definitely be at at the show. Um, but as you know, who in your entire career uh, has been like your favorite feud or your favorite uh, opponent? Uh, it's hard to say. Mm. I've had so many of them over the years. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, when I got in, when I got into the midget wrestling, mm-hmm. it was always me against Puppet. Right. And then, like me and Tio would start working and have a decent match. Then, like uh, me and Pod back in the day. And uh, Todd Stone. Mm-hmm. But like nowadays, it's like uh, Lieutenant Dane or Huggy Cub. Mm-hmm. Or we got a guy called Cactus Crack. Because <laughs> he got, he barely, I think he's got like two teeth. So that's why we call him Cactus Crack. Right. That makes sense. Makes sense. You know, also paying tribute to, to, to Mick Foley and the and the Cactus Jack character, which really did oh, yeah. help revolutionize, you know, the mainstream in, uh, industry. Um, so I, I respect it. I actually got to, to meet, uh, I used to work uh, on Long Island uh, in a bookstore, and he used to come through all the time. And I don't know if you've ever had conversations with him, but coolest dude ever. I was working like in the music department and he comes in, we start talking about Disney uh, music and just, you know, the soundtracks and how like he was playing them for his daughters. Um, and I just like took a second I took a, and he's like, what's going on? I was like, I've, I've watched you beat someone with, with a Bob wire baseball bat. And now we're talking about Peter Pan. Um, I just, it's a surreal moment. He's like, well, I'm glad I ha- I'm glad you had that. I was like, Oh, thank you. Appreciate okay. you. Um, now, do you have those moments? Oh, yeah, because, in fact, we were, uh, it was an episode of Raw in, I want to say, maybe 2006. Uh, We we were going out mimicking the Spirit Squad. We were the Mm main Spirit Squad. And then, you know, Triple H 
throw them out because they beat us up. And mm-hmm. the real spirit squad comes out. Right. And then they get beat up. And then we get back in the ring. And then he was like, Ed, the pay-per-view was Vengeance coming up that weekend. Right. He's like, Ed, Vengeance, you're going to get your butts handed to you, DX style. But until then, we just got two words for you. We all turned around, dropped our drawers, and said, <laughs> suck it. In big green letters. That was, dude, that and, was you? And I, and I was it. Oh my God. That was, oh, I remember that moment. Like, I remember that yeah. entire feud. You know, the whole, I got to make one phone call. And when, he, you know, he started stalking him at like his, his other job. I remember all of those moments. And, and here we are. We're actually connecting over that. That is incredible. What is it like to be in that aspect? What is it like to, to see, you know, it in the big play where you have to look at your TV marks and stuff? And the, the, the funny thing about that was when we, when we were going over to how we had to line up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, go through it like we're live. We dropped our chores and like for late, you're like, damn, that's a huge ass. <laughs> I'm like, yep. I get paid to have that huge butt. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That is wow. That is oh, I'm I'm that's awesome. That that is absolutely incredible. Now has there any been any other aspects of it? Like, you know, have you shown up on like the old school? Uh, actually, you said you got it involved in 2001, so you would have missed the old school WCW. But you show up like a little bit with a uh, NWA uh, or anything like that. I actually did. Uh, it was in 2002. Mm-hmm. We did a episode. Me and Tuppet did a a match uh, TNA. Hmm. He, he had a wheelbarrow of weapons. I had a shopping cart of food. We made one hell of a mess at that show. <laughs> and, hey, and, and, and you had the, the younger wrestlers there that, that could uh, clean it all up. So it wasn't your problem. <laughs> yep. And that's why, again, it's very important, rookies, to respect and, and listen to the veterans that are out there so they might leave less of a mess for you to clean up later. I'm just saying it all works out in, in that type of thing. You will get exactly. your receipt, as Meatball has stated before. Um, yep. Now, are, you're, you're in the veteran role. You're now mentoring. Um, is this, is this kind of like, is it bittersweet for you, or is this like where you really feel you belong in the industry now that you're in the mentor role? I'm pretty much as long as long as my body holds up, mm-hmm. you know. I I probably could probably do this for another year or so, maybe. Right. But when you get older, the knees don't work as good. Mm-hmm. The aches and pains when you wake up, you roll right. over and bet. Oh, I shouldn't have did that last night. <laughs> That's gonna hurt. I'll feel but, that in the morning. But then you're you're there for the next day, um, you know, because you have that that inside you. There there are certain industries that you know. Yes, you can you can fall in love with, but then there's things you know you're meant to be there because no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much once that 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 like you said, once your entrance music hits, that light clicks on, and you know at this point in time you're going to. 100% give it your all and hold so tight to your moment. Now for you, what was 
that career defining moment. They talk about it in, in the uh, mainstream aspect as the WrestleMania moment, but I'm talking about the independent mania moment in your, what is that highlight for your career? Probably when we did uh, that episode of raw, mm-hmm. we were right there, lights, national TV, everything. Right. That's watching, watching, you know, and then they still had like some of the guys mm-hmm. that you grew up watching wrestling too. Right. We're still at, around at the time. Yeah. And just to be a part of the thing with like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, this is real. Yeah. And and still, like to this day, uh, clips that you can find trending on TikTok or, you know, uh, being watched a million and a half times on YouTube because they're good. You know, they're well written. They, you know, they hold a little bit of nostalgia. You have the people like myself where you're talking about that moment and I relived every single aspect. I I was able to like kind of relive the entire angle, including the dropping of of the the poop. Um, you know, uh it was just it was so well done. Um you know, that is that is part of your legacy. That is that is that is what you have left behind. Um, and you have all of that chronicled. Um, now, it's not been like that forever in this industry. I know, again, earlier on, you know, there are some people that they couldn't even, you know, tape it. Maybe there was a couple of, uh, you know, pictures, but it was mainly just the stories. Um, what has been As, your favorite? It's funny. It's funny now. It's like a lot of times it's like, you know, the, the modern age of cell phones. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a video of this and put it yep. and put it on uh, whatever we put it on. Right. It's like I, I'm always getting I always get a messenger here and there. Oh dude, mm-hmm. I seen you on ridiculousness again. Oh, let me guess. I was doing sleep face. Yeah, how did you know him? <laughs> I'm <Word>. psychic. <laughs> no, definitely. Now, um we are starting to wind down the show, um, but I wanted to actually ask you what was the best advice a veteran gave you when you were coming up in the industry? If there's someone above you, listen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't get that. Don't have that ego. Mm-hmm. Don't have that ego, and your body can't catch that check. Basically, right. Now that 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 makes that makes a lot of sense. And you know, they are starting to pull the Apollo curtain on us right now. Um, but Meatball, I want to give this opportunity for you to pitch everything you need to pitch. Tell our audience, give them that cuts that promo that's gonna get their 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 butts in seats tonight at the beer racks. And PG, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on out and see micro wrestling all stars. You won't regret it, and it's a lot better show than WWE. So obviously, we're doing something right because we've actually had them. We've actually had people that gone to shows. Dude, your show is ten times better than them. So obviously, we're doing something right. Mm-hmm. So just come on out, and have a good time, and you never know what you're gonna see. And, and that is the most beautiful thing uh, about independent business independent wrestling independent musicianship you know even when you sit and you watch like one of the smaller minor league baseball clubs you're watching people play for passion 
because there's a true love for it. And I'm not saying the people in the mainstream aren't doing that as well, but they have a formula that they have to hit because they have to worry yeah. about, you know, um, shareholders and all those other things and, and to make sure the and, proper demographic for, like, for the marketing. And like WWE and them, they, they go by a script mm-hmm. because, you know, everything's, everything's slotted to the exact minute, basically, with them. So for anyone who wants to try to book yourself or micro uh, wrestling all-stars, uh, do you have a contact uh, information for that? Yeah, uh, Dan Kowal, mm-hmm. DKNYC10 at gmail.com. That's, or that's just go awesome. to our micro wrestling all-stars Facebook page, and I believe you can leave a message on there. Perfect, perfect. And I just want to tell everybody once again, make sure tonight, if you are not already going to the Mandala show, if you already not spent money on the college street, and in fact, if you spent money on the college street, let them have their money. Go to Beer Racks in East Haven tonight, Micro Wrestling All-Stars, okay? Gates open officially at 6, but the violence... Starts at eight at, at eight p.m. So make sure you're hitting that that tap room and drinking all those incredible brews that are going on. And make sure you're staying after and you got that little extra C note in your pocket and you can truly get stink faced by meatball, bare cheek in it. You know, not necessarily the things, but it's more the center. Um, you know, you can you can do that for just a simple C note. And if you do that, please record it. Send it to me personally. I will blast it out through all of my social medias because Meatball and I are new bestest friends. Um, and anytime you guys come through, please hit us up. I'd love to have you back on the show. This has been an incredible experience, and I truly, absolutely um, loved every minute of it, man. And thank you for also being a part of one of my favorite moments you know, in mainstream professional wrestling. And thank you for being out there every single day, being that gladiator, because that's what you are. My name is Easy Blues Prestige. Once again, he's getting his nails done. And that's fine, because I get mine done. But, you know, uh, he's out there. He couldn't, be, he couldn't be there today. But he will be tonight at the Beer Racks in East Haven. Doors, once again, 6 p.m., violence at 8 p.m. Have the extra C-note. Make sure you are paying for that, that stink face. And again, all social media, send it to me. Let's be weird. Let's have fun. Thank you for all you do. It has been a great show here on WNHH, New Haven, 103.5 FM. This is Behind the Brand. And we just want to thank everybody so much for listening. Appreciate that. You done? Wondering what to write about, trying to figure out what it's all about. Existentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't.